Welcome to Devil Horns Podcast. This is Nick, and I am here with Mike Zombie. Tonight, we haven't got Corey with us, but we're going to, um, I guess, have our first movie review ever as we talk about the strangeness of Heavy Metal Parking Lot. And we're using the term movie very loosely with this one, folks. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, So, Mike, you actually brought Heavy Metal Parking Lot up to me the first time I ever heard about it. Um, I think it was on an earlier episode of this show. Could you tell us what the hell this is? Because I've seen it, and I'm still not sure. It, well, I've seen it plenty of times, and I, I'm still probably just as confused as you are. Um, this was a couple of guys, amateur videographers back in the early days, back in 1986, that for some reason felt they needed to take a 400-pound uh, old ancient video camera to uh, a concert and interview the people in the parking lot. They made no attempt to go inside. It was just simply to walk around and talk to people as they were and get a feel for the crowd and, I guess, for the time. And, uh, boy, is it interesting. (laughs) Uh, It is um, like a – it's not even so much a documentary as it is a documentation of just the people you would find in a parking lot before a heavy metal show in 1986. (laughs) So – and I hear – that this was, um, I think, don't they say in one of the segments, like uh, there was follow-up segments at the end of the movie. The movie, by the way, you can watch it in its entirety on YouTube, and uh, there's a lot of videos that go along with it. Like there's an MTV News segment on it where they say that, uh, didn't um, Kurt Cobain really like this movie? And Yeah, it was, it was, they were watching it on their tour bus. Right. Um, I mean, it's almost very surreal, but it's also... This really weird time capsule. Um, I mean, the video starts and it l- like looks like a shitty old public access uh, TV <laughs> show with yeah. just like the floating words on top. And it's like 1986, a Judas Priest concert <laughs> in the parking lot. <laughs> uh, and I mean, I don't know that there's no story and there's no there's no real documentarian things going on here just yeah, conversations with the metalheads of the time it's it's almost more of like footage they would show at the trial you know here well, here's the evidence <laughs> it's more like evidence footage than it is any sort of expose right um, and i mean uh it starts you know just with them driving into the parking lot and all that they do is they walk around and they talk to people most of them I'm totally drunk. I mean, there is more tailgating in this video than you see at, like, most concerts nowadays anyway, because I think a lot of people get drunk while they're there, you know? Yeah. You see some tailgating. It's not like you don't, but it's just, like, a wholly different culture culture of sorts. Um, a, a lot of, like, this type of um, cult, culture, they, the, this weird subculture of metal, nowadays you find this for, like, mostly, like, hard rock stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I just had a thought. I'm curious. I won't ask you to say your age. Were you alive when this was filmed, or were you a baby? I was a baby. Okay. I was a, I was um probably, what was it, 1986? 86. I was born in 81, so okay. I was like All right. five. So I never actually experienced um a concert in this type of atmosphere whatsoever. 
Um, so why don't you tell us about that since you were you were there? Oh, hold on now. Now while I am <laughs> not not I am this... the old elder elder state statesman of this show. Um, when this was filmed, I was 13, and I was right. still two years away from my first show, and I was on the completely other side of the U.S., though uh, yeah, I'm going to say it wasn't so different. <laughs> I didn't mean to imply that you were in this video. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I was not kissing the 20-year-old guy going into the Air Force. Oh, my we, God. I was the same age as that girl, and that's really <laughs> creepy. But, was your uh, hair as big? Um, when I was 13, no, I was. my mom still was like, no. My mom wouldn't let me wear a hat to school. Because really? she thought it was like really disrespectful. So, of course, I had to fold it up and put it in my pocket like a bitch. And then I'd walk out, bye, mom. And then I'd get out of her sight and put the hat on. Yeah, it was just <laughs> ridiculous. But I was smoking, which was weird. And I guess no one had a problem with that. No, back then, uh, it was acceptable. <laughs> Things were different. I don't know. Right. Uh, you just, you know, use the ashtray in front of the school and don't wear your hat, idiot. All right, mom. <laughs> um, yeah, my life is kind of weird looking back. Um, all right. So, uh, Looking at it, you know, I guess before we even get into this, I, I want to validate this as saying I remember the, these kind of styles. I remember this behavior. Um, but really, this kind of rednecky sort of way you know, these folks were missing. I'm going to say collectively we're missing quite a bit of teeth. I don't know what that's all about. This isn't like too far south, not to offend our southern listeners, uh, but uh, get a dental plan. But I don't know. It was a different time. This was this was this was the I guess the end. Well, maybe not the end, but when we started getting the divide between like light rockish metal and heavy metal, because this was a Judas Priest slash Dokken concert, which is kind of a weird billing in and of itself. Yeah. Um it's it's I, I would have felt weird going to it. It'd be like going to see Metallica and uh maybe like Queensryche. No, you know, wait, let's be honest. Queensryche would kick the shit out of uh, Dawkins any day. So I don't even know how to label this, but it was a weird blend at the uh, Capitol Center in Largo, um, Maryland. Uh, let's see, May 31st, 1986. So, um, but that was when Master of Puppets came out, right? 86. So there was some heavy stuff around then. Priest right. was pretty heavy. Dawkins. Right. This is probably on the heels of, uh, or maybe they had not yet recorded Dream Warriors for uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3. <laughs> Their is, finest work. Fi yeah, I don't disagree. The uh, single had Paris is Burning on the B-side. I bought it. It wasn't bad. Um, I don't even know. This is just, it's almost like another time, but I remember this kind of stuff. Wow, it's weird looking back. I know. Uh, it, it, you know, for me, it fills in a lot of the blanks because I've heard a lot of stories like this, mostly from coworkers um, who are you who are, you know, um, a little bit older than you were at that time. So that they actually have like stories about going to shows like these. And I've heard um, from a friend. Uh, no, not a friend. I didn't like this fucking guy. He was <laughs> he was still trying to live the dream uh, it, well into his 40s. And this oh, a couple boy. Years ago, I used to work with him. And um, he was telling a story about how he got arrested at a Slayer show where Radio City Music Hall got destroyed in the <laughs> 80s. Uh, and he said that um, all he did was throw a piece of foam from his chair into the air. And I was like, yeah, but you had to get the foam out of your chair, right? And he was like, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, like he said that everybody there was absolutely doing it and that the whole place was just destroyed, right? And um, – so he you was know, just the fattest and slowest and ran away, easiest to catch on the runaway, pretty much. 
Right, right. <laughs> this totally unrelated, but I, I love bringing up this story because it's a complete counterpoint that shows you what crowds are like nowadays. I was at a Slayer show at um, PNC um, Bank Arts Center in New Jersey. Um, I'm going to say seven years ago. It was 2007 when he was when they were touring with Marilyn Manson, okay. and they went on before Manson. And we were at the lawn, which is behind the seats in this amphitheater, right? Mm-hmm. And they were up front, like people were going nuts, shaking the fence, and the fence actually came out of the ground. <laughs> and like for a second, the metalheads who had it, you, you know, just typical concert crowd, they just held it like, now what do we do? no one like running or nothing crazy happened except this one fat kid in front of me he was probably about 15 he turns around and he looks directly at me terrified and he's like they broke the fence run (laughs) and he goes running in the opposite direction away from everything like slow motion fat man running (laughs) and and, like he was terrified that something was going to happen meanwhile all the Slayer fans are just holding on to this fence like do we do we give it back to security (laughs) like Uh, oops Obviously, a very different atmosphere for something like we're seeing here in Heavy Metal Parking Lot, uh, wow. where everyone is just sloppy, drunk, people aren't wearing shirts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I and, don't understand that. And the clothing is remarkable, because there's this weird blend of um, almost like Motley Crue kind of clothing, where there's a lot of... Uh, it goes for okay. There's a lot of DC 101 shirts I, I picked out of there. A lot of those, a lot of the older ones. Um, a, and this is not so much like the bandana kind of glam look. But then you've got a few people like there's one dude wearing a fucking zebra suit almost. I don't know what the fuck uh, yes. is going on with him. Zebra man. Zebra uh, man. The infamous zebra man. In who's the crowd. young like punk belongs on Mars and he's like fuck Madonna. She's a dick. Why Madonna is a dick is beyond me. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but dude, it's the same thing that like 20 years from now, people will be like, what the hell was Justin Bieber? Why is this guy so upset about it? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, uh, exactly right. Um, this was just uh, these are mostly mostly under 21 crowd. Uh, I would say the average age is probably 17, 18 in this group. And they all roll in in mostly giant cars. I did did because I did thought this this review might be a bit thin. I did some uh, some research, and those giant cars uh, they burn through a lot of gas. Luckily, in 1986, it, its average was 93 cents a gallon. So oh, how wonderful! Um, so it must have been a little nicer back then. They were spending a lot more money on liquor. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> a lot more. Nearly oh, everyone man. in this video is just shit hammered. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's rare that you find somebody who isn't drinking. These folks had coolers of beer. Uh, what they had like Pabst and Budweiser and uh, uh, some people are yelling they got Jack Daniels and then a couple of guys Graham yeah fucking Graham is getting high and just wandering around and just God and no shirts man some of these yeah. guys just uh, we wear we're, a lot more shirts these days yeah we're a lot more um, okay <laughs> but that's the thing now I realized also like when I was going to concerts around this time there were tits out everywhere now i'm yeah i'm thinking they probably caught a bunch of that but realizing these were all mostly minors you can't show that so um, right. they probably had a bunch of that but the outfits were a lot more conservative or were simply just guys walking around in no shirts. so it must have been pretty warm it's may right the end of may may 31st i guess so it probably wasn't too cold 
I don't know. And dude, there's a lot of people there who are like yuppies and, you know, stuff that I see like from, you know, my my cousins or whatever in mm-hmm. the uh, the barbecue videotapes um, of, our, of our family videos and stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, uh, it's like they just wandered drunkenly into the parking lot, too. <laughs> it's like this is back. And I remember this is back when all security were black guys because the fucking metalheads were like, I'm not fucking with these dudes. And it looked like the dude was patting down Duran Duran, like three guys in a row at the door. They had like the little the little oh, hats yeah. on and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? But I'm like, what is going on? And and they're asking these guys, who are you here to see? And of course, they all take turns yelling, priest. And like the girls will go, Dawkins in the background, you know, because they don't give a fuck about priests. But what I love are like, there's like two girls that go, they go, What would you do if you saw Rob Halford right now? And she go, I'd jump his bones. And I'm thinking, And he would knock your pussy to the ground because that's not what that man wanted. I know. This is pre gay Rob Halford. I mean, this is so far back. I know it's like they were writing jokes that wrote themselves later on, and they just didn't know that they were the punchlines. You had, know, they had no idea. Yeah, it's just it's just great. Oh um, man, um, I like how they talk to the one black guy in the whole crowd who seems kind of confused about why he's there. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> oh man, I mean, I guess now we could just start naming the individual people we like. We already said Zebra Man. Yeah, I mean, and we can we can kind of just reference and folks, please watch this. It, it, it's what running time is what like 19 or 20 minutes in total or something right. like that. there's a the video um specifically on youtube i'll try and put, post this link on the show notes if i remember or the or just embedded on our webpage at devilhorns.org but uh, the um link has like the extra 15 minutes including the mtv um piece <laughs> on it and uh the <laughs> the other advertisements for monster truck parking lot and uh what's neil, the other one neil diamond parking neil lot with diamond. all the moms <laughs> yeah oh yeah oh man uh so uh one guy who no, sticks out to me sitting around drinking eating boniva waiting for the show to start oh, oh my god people. lord dude uh the my the one guy that i like best out of the whole thing that maybe laugh the hardest is the guy that he's not wearing a shirt he's holding a beer and they go hey uh what's your name man and he goes my name's herp like herp derp 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 <laughs> <laughs> He was good. Oh, I don't and, even know what they talked to him about. And and folks, don't think we're straying from the plot because there was no plot. They were just yeah. walking around talking to random drunken high teenagers. Um, and no pretty spoilers much, here. Yeah, there's really no spoilers um, other than just a whole lot of really spoiled DNA coming out of this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just uh, the, the standard questions, uh, who are you here to see and um, what do you like about them? And a lot of what do you do when you come to concerts? And the answers are like, well, I get fucked up. I rock. I drink. I get high. And then, um, you know, it's just where are you from? Where are you going afterwards? And um, and they they got a pretty good cross section of people. They found they found this giant black guy who 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 was probably the smartest person in that fucking crowd because he goes, "Who are you with?" And they said MTV, and he says, "Bullshit," and just kept on yeah. walking. He's like, "Yeah, right." A couple of fucking punks with a fucking video camera. Um, oh man, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's an interesting way to show how like metal shows progressed from this sort of nebulous, uh, chaotic craziness. Um, and they progressed in such a way that like it formed a brotherhood and uh, of sorts when you go to a show. You know what I mean? But yeah, but I would I would also say that to them, there was just as much of a brotherhood. It was just different. 
I yeah, mean, I guess. He, I mean, I mean, we we look at this like just a bunch of like idiots that you know, a bunch of hayseeds running around getting loaded, but it was just as amazing to them, just as heavy because uh, at one point you can hear "Am I Evil" playing by some guy's car, and one guy goes, "Yeah, uh, you know, we we love Metallica." These same people were seeing Metallica. These these same teenagers were all coming out with different shirts to that show, and it was probably no different, you know. Um, oh, oh, and one one part I did like. They said uh, they were asking kid, "What do you think about Ozzy?" And he's like, "Yeah, well, he was. We saw him like a few weeks ago. Yeah, he was. He was looking pretty fat, but he was good." And I thought, "Yeah, that was '86. That was really fucked up, Ozzy. Like shot in the dark, uh, uh, Ultimate Sin album time, where he was really drunk and fat." Right. <laughs> so I'm like, "Yeah, I remember that." Oh my god, dude. <laughs> good shit. Uh, like I said, I think it's just uh, best described, man. This whole thing is just this fascinating time capsule. It, it, it um, fills in so many of the blanks of the stories that you hear. Um, you know, probably some people hear from even their parents at this point because uh, oh yeah, we're we're getting to be so old. <laughs> but, I mean, guys, listeners, if you have like an uncle that used to go to shows and tell you I used to go to battle shows, watch you're going to see about his age and about what he did. You know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Imagine what your parents did to uh, conceive you in their trunk. Or back seat, and I said trunk because I, I'm watching the video again, and there's actually people like sitting in the trunk of this hatchback. Oh yeah, <laughs> hanging out, holding on to that cooler of beer, sitting there holding that big old that big old ice chest, and and okay, and let's make this even more real. This is '86, so what, uh, kids? If you're in your early 20s, maybe even the mid 20s, these were your parents. Right, absolutely. <laughs> That's fucking scary. And, and you know, I said when I when I go to shows, I don't see too much tailgating anymore. Mm-hmm. But when I do see tailgating, it's all people who were probably in at the right age for this video, like you know, <laughs> mid forties to mid fifties, who have like a barbecue and stuff there. And like people my age are always like my age and younger are like, let's just get into the show, you know. Yeah, we'll exactly. drink a little, but let, let's go see the show. Yeah, these people have no qualms about getting. And I do remember this had no qualms about getting wiped out going to a show. And I remember talking to friends, Hey, we had a great time last night. They're like, I really don't remember the show. You know, it's like, wow. (laughs) Right. I mean, one thing I didn't really mention in my, um, uh, what what was, what was the last episode we did? We did best concerts or greatest concerts or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't mention, but like I normally it shows I don't drink a whole lot just because I want to be able to remember it and take it home with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can't imagine, you, you know, what uh, this type of experience is. Well, how lame am I? I when I go to shows and I and I'm not gonna lie, I rarely go to shows and it has to be something I really want to see because I work sixty hours a week. You know, and anytime I go to a show, I'm going to fucking pay for it the next day. You know, Mm -hmm. if I go see a show now, I usually don't drink. And on occasion, I might even wear uh, like the sound, not proofing earplugs, but it cuts out all like the the, the crazy loud noise. So Mm -hmm. I can actually listen to, to how they're playing, because being a musician like Corey, I really I really like it when they're really on point and really playing well. Uh, right. So, and I don't want to hear the guys next to me going, drunk and screaming along. It's like, fuck, really? I paid 50 yeah, right? bucks to get in here to hear your drunk ass shut the fuck up. So, I must oh, be man. less and less fun at these shows. Honestly, dude, people who are too drunk are too high and that fu- and trying to fuck up the show for you. <laughs> I saw Monster Magnet about, um, it was 2010, actually. I saw Monster Magnet at the Starland Ballroom mm-hmm. in New Jersey. And there was this guy who was so fucked up. He must have been so fucking high um, before they came on. And it it was like sort of their return to form after um, 
the lead singer had come out of rehab and stuff and they had right. taken a hiatus. And he was like, oh, dude, he's talking to me. And he was like, dude, are you in, uh, weren't you in Monster Magnet that one time? Aren't you Tim Cronin? And I'm like, dude, you need to walk away from me right now. <laughs> and I was like, seriously, like, I am a big, mean looking dude. And I, I don't remember what happened, but like, eventually, like, I convinced him that his friends were waiting for him over towards the side of the place. And he actually believed me and like went away. This is over <laughs> like 20 minutes. And the girl standing next to me, this little Asian girl, was like, dude, I seriously thought that you were going to kill him. I was like, I was close, but I really want to see Monster Man, you know? Uh, <laughs> that guy, though, that guy in his mid-40s, maybe close to 50, probably lived through <laughs> Heavy Metal Parking Lot. And to him, Heavy Metal Parking Lot is what concerts are. It's just an excuse to get extremely fucked up. Yeah, I mean, and if, if that's what it meant to you then, and that's – and I think – that we we establish our own parameters and rules for these things in our heyday, in our youth, when we do them, and we kind of carry those traditions on. Like, I mean, like you see these people still tailgating and drinking and cooking fucking brats on the fucking back of their truck. That's what <laughs> they did back then. And, like, you know, it doesn't really match up to today's, um, I guess, traditions and customs, but you bring with you what you did. And I think we're all a product of our of our best years and our best times in, in these events. Um and I still get that feeling when I go into shows, um, even though I'm usually one of the one of the older guys there. I still get that feeling of yeah, all right. And, and, I, and I'm I'm so no fun at a show because I sit down, I get a good seat, and I'm fucking ready. And I just I just want to like a sponge absorb all of that music and all that energy. And I see guys running around falling down. I'm like oh, you guys are just fucking wasting your money. Good lord. Mm-hmm. But but I'm not barbecuing though. That's not what I wasn't part of the barbecue generation. No, I don't. I don't quite get that. And I think that that's because that's like the, the you know I always talk about how like when you go to Metallica shows, you get like the meatheads who show up to sporting events there and don't really know anything about metal, right. and they look at it as like you know tailgating on Sunday followed by <laughs> tailgating for Metallica later in the week. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, uh, so I don't really have much else to say about the movie itself though. Um, can you think of anything else? Do you have any other? I've got some notes. I've crossed most of them off already. Uh, there are some creepy people. There's a guy whose name is Dave. He's 20 years old and he's ready to rock. <laughs> and he has no problem saying my name. I think his name, his name was like Dave Helmsley or Henley. And he's sitting there with these fucking aviator shades on. And it's got some kind of fucking bandana around his shoulder. And he's holding the beer. And he's got He's got this cute little girl under his arm. He's my name's Dave. I'm 20 and I'm ready to rock. And they pan to the girl under his arm, and she says, uh, my name is Dawn, I'm 13, and then the next scene, they're fucking making out. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is this is really awkward. Then he fucking turns around and is like, yeah, I'm going to be in the Air Force in like two weeks. I'm like, right. <laughs> all right. Oh, man. Not but if yeah. your recruiter sees this. <laughs> <laughs> and dude, he looks so fucking slimy, too. God, he, he does. And just no qualms, you know. It's like, geez, 13. Ooh. Yeah, and like the people next to him are like, eh, fuck it, whatever. And I'm like, I know, I know that I think the lowest statute of limitations, not that I investigate this shit, folks, I think it's <laughs> Delaware. You know, because when you're a kid, you're like, you know, 15 gets you 20, and you hear, well, no, I think in Delaware it's like 13, you know, and all this nonsense. <laughs> That's how I come across my data. Fuck anyone who thinks differently. Folks, if you're in Delaware, feel free to email me. It's, uh, my, never mind. <laughs> 
Yeah. So, I mean, but certainly in Maryland, that is a no go. And and I don't care where you are. That's fucking creepy. <laughs> yeah. And dude, I mean, he just looks like he looks like the type of guy who seriously, you know, wore that same cut off shirt for the next 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. thing I like about high school girls, you know. He looks uh, like the kind of guy that would have a van, a van exactly. with really dull paint much later on driving around. Uh-huh. Damn creep van Helmsley. <laughs> <laughs> it was just when he when she goes 13 and then, they, and you know, they, they're like, oh, we got to edit this. Yeah, why don't you guys kiss a little bit? He is just fucking trying to suck her lungs out. And I'm like, this <laughs> is remarkable footage. Uh, I think I saw Joe Torrey in it. There was some really old guy. And I'm like, I think I'm looking at Joe Torrey. It was amazing. <laughs> um, oh, OK. What I found interesting. Did you notice that when like MTV was rolling back a lot of the footage, they kept bleeping out the word um, fuck, but they said the word shit like 14 times? Yeah, I was wondering if it was from uh, like a European version of the MTV oh, news or something. That's a good point. I was trying to I'm like, what? I, I mean, I had MTV when I was a kid. I'm like, I don't remember anything like this. Uh, I put my other note is zebra guy is a gem. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah. And uh, I, oh, and who is the guy who, you know, the the singer, the guy that wants to oh. keep singing, keep sticking the mic almost like to his back molars, at least shoving right. that fucking mic in there. He's yeah. like, this is what we do. <laughs> right. And he's doing this little strut while he's trying to fucking sing. And it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. I want to know where he is. Yeah. No. And, you know, um, I. There, there is that counterpart video that I haven't watched yet that I just discovered called uh, Heavy Metal Parking Lot, Where Are They Now?, where someone <laughs> actually tracked down the people from this and found out what they're doing. I haven't watched it yet, so I can't vouch for it. But, dude, that guy that guy's something, man. The, the way – yes, he's moving like he's Mick Jagger except like – Looks uglier, uglier oh, than yeah. Perry Farrell. Oh, he yeah, he's not a looker, folks. He's got some kind of – I don't know. He's got like John Lennon's haircut from 19 – like, I don't know, 70? Yeah. <laughs> it's uh... – oh, pre, oh, pre or post bullet hole because, I mean, the hair I think did change. <laughs> oh, that's Kennedy. Sorry. Wrong, wrong head that's a candy dish. My bad. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, we have nothing uh, – no shame left. No. That was the uh, the last of our shame. <laughs> um, let's see. What else? Uh, there was um, – oh, God, I was going to mention something. Yeah, I think my, my notes are expired. Uh, that guy, that weird strutting singing guy, he, he probably just hadn't filled in. You know what I mean? He was kind of gangly. So today he's probably a norm, normal proportion guy. I, I, <laughs> I did think so. it was. I did think it was great that that Zebra Man kept talking about how punk music was fucking awful. And I'll tell you what. And if you wanted to put the the the, the fans of the genres uh, side by side, I remember punk kids from 1986. They were fucking scary. They had giant mohawks. They had spikes all over, and a lot of them were just straight up skinheads. So mm-hmm. you know. Uh, Zebra Man would have been in some deep shit wanting to send them all to the moon. Right, but, and, but, you know, back then I guess it was more like, and I mean, I'm assuming it was more like, you know, the gang warfare of the Warriors movies or something. Right, the fucking, the hi-hats fucking rolled up next to the, uh, next to the <laughs> Warriors and the Lizzies and the fucking, yeah, just, just the, the Gramercy riffs. Yeah, it was great. Um, I, you know, I remember... When I got into when I got into the scene two years later and actually started going to shows, um, it just seemed like the only division we had back then 
were like the guys that were into like the Motley Crue and Cinderella and stuff versus Metallica and Slayer fans. You know, that's really all it was. And they would all go to the same kind of shows. You would see both T-shirts at both shows. But mm. the guys wearing the Slayer shirts, like the Show No Mercy shirts, they usually had a lot scruffier beard and were plenty more drunk coming in the door. And that was like the only real division. Uh, punk wasn't even an issue at that point. Not not for at least. I mean, and I, I liked punk. I liked punk before I liked metal. So, I mean, to me, I didn't see any problem. But, yeah, uh, I don't think that people... Um... Nowadays, people wouldn't care if you like punk versus metal. It's like, you know, pop stuff versus metal, where you truly cannot understand one another. Right, yeah, yeah. Punk now is power pop. I'm sorry. It's just um, it's just so different. And that's okay. Everything's got to change. But but I thought it was fitting that after all, after all the yelling about punk, they fucking close the show out. Uh, the guys edited in uh, the Ramones as the uh, closing music. I thought right. that, was, that was a fitting uh, tribute to Zebra Man. Oh, man. It, it, it's... um. It, it's such a weird thing of the world, and it also is one of those things that's like, you know when people are talking about like, oh, it was such a simpler time then. This is one of the many things that if you watch, you can see that it was not necessarily a simpler and better time. Uh, you know, whenever an old person tells you that everything now sucks and everything old was good, <laughs> th- there will always be something like this. And there will be something like this 20 years from now when we look back and we're like, what the hell were people doing? Yeah. In 2014, you know, uh, remember 86. That was when this was the devil's music. This one, uh, PMRC reigned supreme. And, uh, the, you know, and, and Ugh. you know, and I think, uh, yeah, it was, it was a weird time for heavy music in general, but for metal music in general, it was, it was a really rough time. Um, I'm trying to think of the acts that would have been like the, like, I think probably twisted sister was pretty big back then. Um, Metallica was, uh, starting to rise up. I mean, it was just, it was okay. 86. If you watch the, um, okay. For comparison, um, uh, if you watch cliff, Amal, Metall- you've seen cliff, Amal, I assume, right? Um, yes, I have. Okay. Not for a long time though. Yeah. I'm not nor- prepared to comment on no, that. No, it's okay. Nor have I, but I do know that the, uh, and, and, uh, and I remember because I've been there, I grew up there, the, uh, the day on the green where they're playing, uh, like, um, am I evil and everything else with cliff is uh Oakland Coliseum. That was also 1986. That's, that's the tour where they were opening up for Ozzy. So mm-hmm. that's the same year as this. So, um, and not, not to see uh, priest isn't heavy. I saw priest in, uh, 88 with Testament and they, they fucking destroyed the place. I mean, they were great. Um, but this was, this was priest more light days. Um, you know, with like living after midnight and breaking the law, not so much like the painkiller album, um, you know, where they started to get heavier, the older priest got the heavier they got and the more Rob lost his voice, which is a shame, but it just, it is what it is. He's fucking 60 something. I think, you know, you can't hold that forever. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know where else to go with this. Um, other than everybody needs to see it. If you want to see the evolution of, of the shows you enjoy today, um, I think this, this is probably a must, at least for the, the comedic value. Yeah, um, definitely something that you can uh, go back and possibly learn from and, and uh, blame your parents <laughs> for. I don't know. It's a weird thing to check out, and it's worth the 15 minutes or so you will spend on it. Oh, yeah. Some of you were conceived at a show like this. Let's just fucking call a spade a spade. 
Right. So, you know. Children of Heavy... The Children of Heavy Metal Parking Lot. That's oh the movie that should be made. Wow. Yeah, Man. that would be pretty... And it's on YouTube. This movie's on YouTube for free? Yeah. So watch it. There's no effort in finding this. This is ready for you to see. You know, and I would say... And maybe this is something else we should do. Um, because I think a, a lot of metal fans today... Uh, if you find this funny, if you're if you're curious about um, where your genre kind of evolved from, I would say maybe maybe you and I, maybe you and I and Corey should watch the decline of Western civilization part two. Well, one and two, but I mean, but also especially two, because it's, that's a lot more focusing on the uh, the glam metal uh, scene. And wow. uh, have, I, I can't even imagine what like the rest of the like it, it's like so weird because it's like. To some extent, the weird stories I've been told must be true, you know, <laughs> that that sound like they're so fucking crazy. Like, I, I heard from another – this is somebody who I still work with. Mm-hmm. She told me about a, a show, an Iron Maiden show she went to mm-hmm. at Madison Square Garden in the 80s where she was – like, her friend got hit with firecrackers on the floor and they had to go to, like, some sort of emergency area that's underneath the stadium. Like – Oh, this yeah, that, must be true. That shit. Well, I mean, I can't speak for that show. Yeah, I used to go to a lot of shows like that. Guys were just the fucking. You dreaded being nearby when a fucking brick of firecrackers got thrown into the fucking air. I mean, it happened. It's just and that just annoys everybody. It's like fuck. You know, we're all dancing around trying to get our. And this is back when women were really poofing that hair up with fucking you know hairspray and shit. And mm-hmm. uh, actually, my friend. <laughs> Completely unrelated, but one of my most metal friends in the world, Randall Rose, um, he was with me. He was oh, the vocalist in my very first band, and we were standing out in front of his house, and he had a sister who couldn't have been any more the yin to his yang. She was into uh, beat and rap, and she had hair probably that stood almost a full foot higher than the top of her head, all poofed up with uh, hairspray. And she was we were out front bullshit in front of his house, and she stuck her head out the window. She's like, shut the fuck up. And he said, fuck you, bitch, and flicked a cigarette up in the air, landed in her hair, and set the shit on fucking fire. <laughs> she got it out immediately, but he he was laughing so hard, he fell down on the grass and could not sit stop howling he was he was grabbing his stomach and she's screaming like a fucking banshee through the house dad dad oh my god my, i hate randall this is also the same guy that gave his cat to the persian people next door as a prayer offering and an apology as a free meal because they had some kind of argument randall is missing a few screws but that's why we love him <laughs> but um yeah so yeah firecrackers oh yeah and you, you thought to yourself, I really hope no one brought M80s because then people can lose fingers, you know. But, yeah, right. this shit happened. Oh, God. It's awful. Have well, you, I, I, well, I'm sorry, man. Go ahead. Have you seen The Decline of Western Civilization Part 2? No. Okay, that's what we're doing next. And I and I, I can't imagine that's not on YouTube. And um, I just closed my window. I should have double-checked. Um it's I I well sorry go ahead oh no I'm I'm just rambling it's not as it's not as it's more looking at metal as a whole and not so much as just the drunken fans but um but it's well worth a watch and it, and it, you'll 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 learn a lot more about where all this weird crazy shit came from uh, by watching uh, decline of Western civilization part two I mean watch part one for sure but part two really pertains to what we're talking about now. So I guess if um, you guys have any other movies that you'd like to recommend that we <laughs> review here on Devil Horns, you can let us know. Metal movies, not 
crazy. Hey, guys, what did you think of Gravity? Fucked off. We Dude, have- they, they say the N-word constantly in Blazing Saddles. Yeah, we know. When you were slaves, you sang like birds. Come on, give us a good old nigger work song. What? <laughs> oh, no, that was the last of our shame. I no, see. that's from a movie, a well-respected movie. <laughs> you know what my favorite part is that makes me laugh every time? <laughs> Let me hear it. Where all the white women at? <laughs> every time I laugh. All right. Um, so I guess that's it for Devil Horns. Um, you can find me personally at New Jersey Nick on Twitter. Um, Mike, where can people find you? Nowhere. And if you do, you're getting your fucking face slapped. That's all I'm saying. Keep the fuck away. I don't <laughs> so like stalkers. So you have that to look forward to. Yeah, right. <laughs> Aren't you? Shut the fuck up. Get out of my face. Well, what what podcast are you doing other than this? I've got SlasherCast, but I think most people know that. What What's your other uh, podcast? Okay, well, we still do uh, The Zombie Mob. The Zombie Mob. And um, we are doing a live Little Dead podcast reunion at Cinema Wasteland in three weeks. Really? With McPierce, myself, Misfit Boy, and there's a chance. Folks, there is a chance. There will be a special appearance by Mr. Midnight Corey himself. Uh, oh, Really? I can't I can't verify it. I, I wouldn't say come out and see Corey, but we had a little bit of talk and he thought he might be able to make it out. And that would be amazing. I will, however, promise that New Jersey Nick will be there with ten dollars for every single fan that comes up and says, hey, aren't you New Jersey Nick? So yeah, make sure you come out. Just ask everybody if they're me. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, hey, are you Nick? Good to meet you. Can I have my 10 bucks? My name's Steve. Get the fuck away from me. And if you ask me, remember, I'll punch you right in your goddamn face. So don't ask right. me. Right. That's all. Because then you get smacked. Fuck yeah. Mm-mm. I'm tired for that. So that's it. <laughs> Thank you. By the way, and by the way, thanks, Nick. This was fun. I love this movie. And I look forward to doing this with you again after Western Civilization. That's And we'll have a lot more, a lot more format to go over with that film. Oh, man. So, Decline of Western Civilization, part one and two, will be our next one. Maybe someday, if we ever get our shit together. Oh, we will. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) And good night. Good night. You've been listening to Devil Horns. Join us at devilhorns.org.
Thank you.